I do that? <laughs> oh, great. Welcome back to the Retrocaptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I'm your host, Aaron, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt. Hello! <laughs> so now I have to leave that in there. <laughs> Otherwise, people are like, why are you talking like you're on Queer Eye? Well, maybe maybe listen back to it first. It might, yeah. it might have been way too loud. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I can duck it. I can duck that part. Okay, <laughs> just, yeah, okay cool. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, yeah. Anyways, how are you, man? <laughs> oh, yeah, like real tired. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like, you know, you get tired and then and then and then you get overtired and then you get your second wind yeah. where you feel OK again. Yeah. And then you get your second overtired where it's like time has no meaning mm-hmm. and everything is just kind of funny <laughs> oh yeah yeah no I, yeah i'm sitting right in that when i right in that sweet zone right now yeah nice yeah no i've been kind of like sick all week and I'm just kind of i've gotten over the hump i think and i'm hoping like mm. tomorrow i'll just kind of be fine yeah. but like yeah last night i crashed at like nine o'clock like a like a middle-aged no yeah like it was turtle. like it was like around 8 30 i was just like oh man i have no energy at all right now like yeah. no energy and I was like, well, I'll just lie in bed and watch some community. And then I was just like out cold. <laughs> and I woke up at like midnight and there was a text from my girlfriend where she's like, hey, you didn't wish me a good night. So I'm wishing you a good night because we're like, we st- we're still gross. Yeah. Like, yeah. We still do that. Still just vile. Ugh, it's new relationships. It's disgusting, but I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's totally fair. But, I just but I like gross. Yeah. No, it's but also fine. good for you. I just steer into it at this point. Oh, yes. Whatever. Um, you need to steer into <laughs> it in order to make the turn. Ooh, I, nice. le- I learned that from. Cars. I, like, I like that from cars from the movie cars <laughs> okay. yeah cool and it's 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 a good life lesson thank you disney pixar so anyways it was like it was like you know 12 30 and i like got oh, look at my phone and i was like what oh my god because <laughs> i realized i'd been asleep for like four hours already at this point yep and and then what and then proceeded to to sleep for another six hours <laughs> beautiful that's what you need when you're when you're sick man lots of sleep yeah. lots of food lots of liquids and i texted her in the morning and i was like i'm still alive but <laughs> barely <laughs> yeah Ugh. and then i dragged my ass to work and i was the first one to work yeah good for you yeah and i lived the farthest away fuck everyone else at your job yeah except one guy should we say his name he's he's his name whatever he's not gonna listen we'll to call him. him special k special k good dude if you're listening special k i'm sorry for the nickname i just gave you yeah yeah it's a bad one you know who you are though and you are special yeah um so have you have you seen anything recently that you feel is worth talking about um well i mean it's uh I mean, if you haven't seen it, it might be hard to even describe. Uh, but I did start watching the Netflix anthology show Love, Death, and Robots. I saw the trailer for it. It's uh, it's like I want to watch it, but I just haven't been in a mindset where I've been like cognizant enough to oh, watch it yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. Because like, I feel um, like it's one where I'm like, I should actually pay attention to this because yeah, I'm sure it's really cool. It, there's a lot of weird But they're short, shit. right? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. The, I think the longest one so far has been like 15 minutes. Yeah, cool. Well, most of them are around cool. the, t- the 10 minute mark um yeah i haven't i haven't seen all of them yet but watched a lot of them it's just the kind of thing where 
where like I'll sit down uh with my wife to to watch one um and then we'll watch like five <laughs> yeah because they are so short but then also like yeah a lot of them a lot of them are like weirdly compelling or interesting some of them are just dumb yeah. and then some of them are just so dumb that they're hilarious the the trailer for it was like 30 seconds long and it was just like super rapid fire yeah just, it's just smattering of yeah. shots and different animations yeah and i was like holy shit this looks cool i gotta check this out there's some really cool shit in there yeah yeah so you saw that um mm-hmm. i saw captain marvel yes i've heard good things is is pretty solid i yeah. would say um i do really want to see that i was waiting for this movie since like 2015 I think it got pushed back twice since they announced it. Like, it first got pushed back, like, from when Spider-Man Homecoming was supposed to... Yeah. When that got announced, that that. bumped everything. And then something else bumped everything back again. Weird. Um, So it got literally pushed back. I think it was supposed to come out, like, two years ago. Like, 2017. Sheesh. It was when it was supposed to come out. Then it got pushed back to now. But it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. It was really mm. good. I am a huge fan of that character from the comics. It was one of the only books that I've ever actually subscribed to. Like in oh in my life. Like I had a pull list at the comic book store, which I still have, by the way. You do? It's been months. I, I, the dude literally called me the other week and was oh. like, hey, do you still want these? And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. I lied. I told him I was out of the country. Like I, I'm in Mexico. I told I was like I've been I've been in England for the last uh couple months. Sorry. I just got back. I I've been meaning to come pick those up. But also that doesn't answer his question. No, I I I, I do yeah. I, I don't really want them actually. I probably Do you want these? I've been in England. <laughs> but you're back now? Yeah, do you want these? <laughs> like, well, no. I was just like, "Oh shit, sorry man. Yeah, I I I'll come get them. I just I've been out of the country." For the last couple of months, he's like, "Oh, where you been?" And I was like, oh, "England." <laughs> it was like the least interesting place I could think of. What? It depends where you go. Well, no, but it, in terms of like you know, oh, in terms of like, like exotic, like getting it's the opposite of exotic. Because if I was like, "Oh yeah, I was in Vanuatu," they'd be like, "Where the fuck is that?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Did hey. you just make that place up?" <laughs> I don't know. I think it's near like Samoa, but again, don't know. Mm. Um. So yeah, that that happened to me. So anyways, uh so that was one of the few books that I was actually like subscribing to at one point was um Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. From, for about 2 years I subscribed to it um, when Kelly C. DeConnick was writing it and that era sort of inspired a lot of this movie. So ooh, highly recommend uh checking out those books. Uh if you are interested in this character at all if you saw the movie and you're like oh i want to learn more uh kelly sue DeConnick run on captain marvel is fantastic now is it true that captain marvel also used to be the name that shazam went by yes so shazam which looks awesome right it does so good. like i'm so pumped for that I, movie. I, and I, I mean zachary levi yeah oh yeah i i yeah. always want more of him in my life let's Let's be real. For sure, for sure. Born with it. He could, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd chuck that guy up, man. <laughs> because of Chuck. Because of Chuck. Yeah. Oh, we are both way past our prime right now. I want to rewatch, <laughs> rewatch Chuck. I, 
I never finished it, actually. I think I got to, like, season... I watched the first two seasons. I don't... I can't remember if I ever finished it either, but there was a character who just reminded me so much of my brother. Captain Awesome. Oh. I was like, that's, oh, that's yes. just... That's yes. my brother. That is your brother. The one that I like. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Neither of them are going to listen to this. So great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> And he's even a doctor now. When I was watching Chuck, my brother oh, my brother wasn't a doctor. And now he and is now a, he's doctor. a doctor. And Shit. he's really handsome. And very and fit. fit. Yeah. Fit as a boss. Totally. That, yeah. Awesome. That's oh. great. I love it. So anyways, uh, yes. Yeah, so Captain Marvel was the name of Shazam, but then there was some sort of uh, legal issue Aww. with Marvel Comics. Aww. Um. And that kind of got sorted out. And that's why now he is referred to as Shazam instead of Captain Marvel. Which is such a choice name. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, and then Captain Marvel has been several characters in the, in the Marvel universe as well. Because originally it was a Cree named Marvel. Oh. Two words. Because they had to come up with like, why is he called Captain Marvel, right? You got to come up with a name for it. Course, course, um, course. So he was Marvel, and then uh, Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel, and she took, she like named herself after him, because um, he was kind of like her mentor kind of thing. And then uh, when she became Captain Marvel, like she took on the Captain Marvel moniker from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of dance around it in the new movie. In fact, I don't know if they ever say captain marvel oh no there's no obligatory no the there of the film no unfortunately not but it's obligatory i know yeah. there's there is a bit at the end where like samuel L. jackson says that marvel sounds like marvel like the marvelettes and then sings please mr postman <laughs> which is so all right so worth it for that scene alone yeah that sounds great that was good um but yeah so those are kind of we can't really get into it because you haven't seen it and i don't want to spoil it for you yeah i appreciate it i don't want to spoil it for the listeners but there were maybe we'll spoil it for everyone next month after i've seen it yes rotate phone there we go there were a bunch of trailers that came out which we just watched a bunch of them yeah. Uh, let's start with the most important one stranger things season three it's honestly so one of one of my favorite shows of all time. I think it yeah, 100%. Like I I mean it's always hard to say what your favorite is, but like yeah. that's the one of the only shows where I'm like it might actually just be number 1. Yeah. If it's, it's not close. number 1, it's, it's, it must be number 2. It's up there for me like with when I think of like my all-time favorite shows. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Firefly, choice um something else by just weed and no not really those are kind of the two yeah, good no, ones. yeah. <laughs> um, that's fair <laughs> uh i mean like i love game of thrones I, i'm curious to see if game of thrones will like stick around with me after like if it's gonna I'm, hang out with you I'm and like, like like like, like, like I, what once the relationship is past the honeymoon phase if they're still gonna like make an effort a little bit um you know because I'm, ju- I'm just like Still gonna like walk you to your car. I don't know how rewatchable it is because mm. I still haven't rewatched it. Like none of it. None of it. Oh, and I am gonna try and rewatch 
the next season or the last season before the next one comes out. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but it, like, what are other shows that I love? Like the office community, you know, those are like my comedy jams, right? Like corner gas, corner gas. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian icon. Oh. Corner gas. Um, stands the test of time. So far. yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's good. Um, yeah, those are kind of like my all all time like favorite shows, and I I would easily I think put Stranger Things in there because I have rewatched it. Like I I've seen before season two came out, I rewatched season one, and that was the Same third season. time that I had seen season one. Me too, exactly <laughs> the yeah. And then I have rewatched season two twice or once, so I've seen season two twice. So I'm gonna rewatch season one and two. Um, because my girlfriend hasn't seen any of oh, it. Oh yes! So I'm so excited to show getting her getting to watch it with someone who's never seen time. it. Oh yeah! So that's really exciting. Um, and then they're gonna be like, "What? But this thing? Does that mean this?" And you'll it, be like, "It's not. Oh, I don't know. It's not scary, right? Like it's not super scary. Like would you? I mean, it kind of is. It kind of. I is. mean, like you you have a lower bar for this. Yeah, my bar. Or sorry, higher bar. My, yeah, my bar is way high. Whereas mine is like kind of low, but to me, Stranger Things has like three different kinds of movies seamlessly blended into one, and one of those is a horror. Yeah, no, it definitely has like horror elements to it. I don't know. She did. She doesn't like horror things, so. Well, no, it's just so beautiful and so compelling that. But I, I think the horror an, is not yeah. at the forefront. I think there's enough going on. But there's there enough that... shit where I mean, like episode one. Yeah. There's like some scary ass shit goes on absolutely like right away it sets the tone as like this is fucking creepy yeah but then it just the story unfolds in such a magnificent way after that so yeah worth it yeah i think she'll watch it she has to yeah she has to <laughs> um she has no choice uh so yeah that that trailer just it 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 didn't i only watched it once and i think that's all i need yeah same out of it just like, like the appetite is wet yeah I, I don't I don't need to break it down and pick apart things. Yeah, the only thing I remember is I remember the new monster showing up at the end. Yep. And I remember uh the little tag at the very end of the trailer with Dustin and Steve. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's like, How many kids do you hang out with? Yeah. Yeah. Cause Looks that hilarious. was that was the best part of season two. Oh yes. Was the whole Dustin and Steve friendship episode. Or a couple of episodes there, yeah. That was that was my their favorite thing. Together is so amazing. Oh. It's so funny and so beautiful. Oh yeah, because it it has like those bromance elements that that are so wonderful to watch. But it's also very much a, a mentorship. Yeah, Farrah Fawcett hairspray. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and then when he comes to the dance, looking yeah. all decked out, and he's like, you know, like self conscious about it and shit, but he looks so damn fine yeah oh i remember oh. dustin spraying um what's the black kid's name again honestly i don't remember any other names will yes that's right dustin will 11 well that one was easy yeah. um uh, what's mike? The mike is it mike mike yeah uh, uh lucas Lucas, that sounds about right. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think clearly so. we need to rewatch it. Yeah, he's spraying him in the face after they surprise him at the oh, beginning of the trailer. Yeah. That was pretty good too. So, anyways, that's also, like totally fair. Yeah, because he's seen some shit. Yeah. like why would he not be scared of that? So that was awesome. Kind of a terrible prank. <laughs> uh, we also just watched the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, which is kind of just a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, looks hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it. it uh, I have no idea what kind of movie it is. I've heard it's supposed to involve Charles Manson. Oh. And the Manson family at some point. All right. Because uh, uh, Margot Robbie is playing Sharon Tate, who is uh, Roman Polanski's wife who was murdered by the Manson family. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, all right. But, yeah. just uh, The fact that it's, it's uh, not Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt and Tarantino back together again. Yeah, it's got me just. And of course, so, I got I got so no cool. problem with some more Leo and in Leo there. as You're well. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. Because they've only <sighs> done the one together, right? Just uh, has it only been the one? I think so. You thinking of Django? Django. Yeah. And Brad Pitt's only been in, uh, Inglorious Bastards. I think, yeah. So those two are back huh. together, so that's good. Yeah, no, I I'm I'm fucking mm. stoked for this, man. Like, yeah, it looks great. I I I didn't even I didn't like the Hateful Eight really at all. Still haven't seen it. Um, but I am fully on board for this. Um, and it's kind of just a teaser trailer, right? Like they don't really. Yeah, we we don't know what's what it's gonna be like, but we're just the guy doing the excited. the Bruce Lee impression is is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. He he really nails Bruce Lee's like weird diction that he has, you know. Yeah, his his acting English. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, definitely, definitely, because it's not it's not like your stereotypical like Chinese American kind of accent. He has like this like very like well formed vowel sounds, right? Yeah, and it's like what the heck are you doing? Um, so that was awesome. There, do you want to talk about? Uh oh, Aladdin. Yes, this Aladdin. is the one, this is the one I'm curious to get your thoughts on because you, out of the two of us, you are the big Disney fan. I in terms yeah. of like classic, love classic animated Disney, Disney. Absolutely, have lots of them still on VHS. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I had literal chills when I was watching that trailer. Good. All right. And was like, I am so on board for this movie. Cool. Okay. When I first heard about it, I was like, Nah, I don't don't want it. Don't need it. And like. It's so far, I don't know, the whole live action remakes have been kind of eh. I think the only one I've seen is um Jungle Book. That's the only one you've seen? Yeah, if you count Alice in Wonderland, I don't know. Uh, if you do, I don't really. Kind of. It doesn't Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't part of this thing that's no. happening. It, it, it feels like. In in a way it kind of started this. It feels like a predecessor in, in that but, way though. Yeah, yeah. cuz there it ends way different yes as the weird yeah, she puts they, on armor and fights it they dragon. like yeah. incorporated the poem yeah in with the book <coughs> which is anyway yeah <clears throat> but yeah i i mean I, I enjoyed most of the jungle book but then just like for most of the music i was like i just really prefer the original i'd rather go watch the cartoon yeah okay but for this like 
from from the music we heard it was all staying very true to what the music already mm-hmm. was and just bringing it into our current you know decade yeah. or whatever like it yeah. just sounds more present and i think that is kind of what the point should be is that they're making these movies now more accessible to kids who don't want to watch old cartoons yeah so aladdin is one of the few disney movies that i like did watch a lot as a kid oh yeah um and is one of the ones that i'd still like would go back to because it's so good it's really good yeah um and i remember watching the first teaser trailer um where like they didn't show any of the genie they didn't show princess jasmine they just showed like iago flying up to the cave and then there was like one shot of aladdin reaching for the lamp and then like Mm -hmm. when you know the words kind of started coming up on screen like from disney and blah 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 and uh, the the score that was behind it was dun 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 and i was like oh my god like that the like super big orchestral version of never had a friend like me yeah was like that got me pumped in a way that i was not expecting so i yeah i'm like super looking forward to this i think and like i was on board with will smith as the genie like from the get-go yeah because they're they're like it's like no one could ever do you know robin williams again and i'm like that's true they should not try and get someone to do Robin Williams again. And I was they thinking, like, if you character. were going to hire, like, a comedian to do it, you know, like, I'm like, Zach Galifianakis could be funny as the genie, but, like, in a weird, can't Wouldn't be in really a Disney f- movie way. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that doesn't sound <laughs> right. Because all the funny stuff he's going to come up with, you cannot put in a PG or PG-13 Absolutely not. Disney film, not, right? And, not like, a chance. John Mulaney is just too, you know. Awkward? Yeah. <laughs> In a um, wonderful way, he's hilarious. Yeah, but also N- neurotic. <laughs> doesn't he does not have the the presence that a genie would need? Yeah, but I'm like Will Smith just like can bleed charisma when he needs to. Yep. Like when he's not trying to win an Oscar, he's great. Yep. Because he's just he's Will Smith and he knows how to be Will Smith. And I'm like this is true. Yeah, and I'm like the genie just needs to be just a big personality and will smith is a big personality and so should work out great yeah should be great and so far from the trailer yeah it looks fun yeah yeah i uh, good i'm glad that you're on board because i um yeah I, i like i said i'm kind of indifferent to the whole like disney live action remake thing like mm-hmm. if one interests me i'll go see it I'm kind of curious about the Lion King, but I also kind of don't want it at all. Yeah, that one I'm... You feel? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, when I first heard that they were making a live-action Lion King movie, I thought that they were doing a film adaptation of the Broadway play. Yeah, that's... Which, dumb. like, I was like, oh, how... Well, I that sounds interesting. No. But then it was all CJ and I was like, oh well I that actually weirdly sounds less interesting now. Like I would yeah. rather see what they try to do with the anyway, yeah, no. It, yeah. Why yeah, I don't uh, again, trying to bring it into the new generation, yeah. I think is the point. Um but yeah, I hope I hope that the score they remain as true to the score in Aladdin as as what the the trailer um yeah. depicts because alan mankin wrote a great freaking score the songs at least i uh, know that they're adding one song 
I've been curious about that. I was wondering whether or not they would add in a Jasmine song. They're adding in a Jasmine okay, song. Okay, yeah. That, um, that, that, that has been that, confirmed. Yeah. And I, ca- I can't remember if Lin-Manuel Miranda's attached to do the music for this or not. Because I know he did Mary I mean, Poppins. I, I wouldn't hate that. No, not at all. <laughs> I know he did Mary Poppins Returns. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Did you ever see that? I did. I saw it in theaters. Oh, nice. Yeah. Was it any good? It's a lot of fun. Okay, cool. cool yeah. Cool. And I mean, like, like the, w- the way it dealt with issues was completely different from the original Mary Poppins because it was a completely different time. Nice. But a lot of the spirit and the, the whimsy, the whimsy mixed with, like, hard truths about life. Yeah. Like, was there. And I was like, I, this is really enjoyable. Like, I'm totally on board. Cool. Yeah. I think I'll probably wait till it's on... Well, I guess they'll probably hold it to the Disney streaming service at this probably, point. Probably, yeah. I'm going to get that because I want to watch the Star Wars shows. Oh, yeah, so. of course. So I'm just going to watch it with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. So there's two kind of cool. Well, no, one really cool and one really horrible thing. <laughs> uh, do you want Which one do you want to do? Let's do cool first. Yeah, probably, let's do right? cool first. Right. Let's end on a low note. All right. That's what this show's all about. Um, <laughs> it really is, isn't it? We're, the reason we're talking about we, this we, so long is because we don't really have a lot of movie to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll get to right. we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, for the 40th anniversary of Alien, which is this year, obviously there's no new Alien movie coming out because Ridley Scott kind of ran that franchise into the ground with his prequel nonsense. Even mm. though I kind of like those movies, I don't know. They're interesting, to say the I least. I don't know. All right. Uh, yes, they are. To say the the literal least. Yes. They are interesting. One word. Um, <laughs> uh, but they're... The, uh, is it, I can't remember if it's six or eight uh, short films. I think it was six. Coming out. I think it is six as well. Uh, coming out. They're going to be released uh, online on IGN starting at the end of this month. Uh, it'll be like one a week, I think. Um yeah, I guess like Fox put out at some point a call for pitches, which I totally missed. I thought that would have been in the news, but yeah, I didn't hear maybe it wasn't that. like a widely like open call. Maybe it was like a limited call, like through agents or something like that. That would make sense. Um, because and for for pitches for short films set in the Alien universe, and then they got to uh, they provided a lot of like assets to the productions like physical props and um digital assets as well which is super cool yeah um and i and i'm assuming also provided budget well i should hope so (laughs) yeah i i I, yeah fairly like almost 100 percent they would have done that i i don't know how you get around it it's like that toilet cleaner where it's like ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of germs. Yeah. 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 It's like almost definitely. Yeah. So it it, it could have been like there's ways they could have gone around it, but I think you know you want to hold a certain level of quality across the board on all the films, so you're gonna you know pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh bless you. Oh bless you. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are coming out, and that's that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, like, it's, it's super interesting. It's a really cool idea, I think, to like 
kind of let um up and coming filmmakers play in that like high b- budget high concept world in a very low risk way yeah definitely and like depending on how it goes too it kind of has the the possibility of rejuvenating that franchise yeah totally um because i think there's still like i i still love the first two alien movies absolutely yeah third one i really like the assembly cut of (laughs) yeah um i think it's actually it's it's pretty decent um and like i said prometheus and an alien covenant i that were interesting yep to say the least so yeah i think there's still cool stuff you could do there um the biggest piss piss off for me was this doom annihilation trailer oh yeah oh oh yeah bud what was that wow um why what what actually was that this is what it it was it looked like a prank i think this was a we need to hold on to the rights kind of deal oh you think so yeah because like although i don't know how they still have the rights because like that movie with the rock came out in like 2005 or 2006 it was like a long time did you ever see that no holy fuck it's bad i believe it um it's like very of the resident evil era Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. the Resident Evil video game adaptation shooter action movie era. Yeah, big time. It's fucking terrible. This looks yeah. so much worse. Yeah, like surprisingly. Like, um, I don't know. It's it's released direct to video. Which does that happen very often these days? No. Like I assume, like it. Everyone's been saying direct to video. I would assume that that would mean streaming, but this looks worse than like anything that's shown up on any streaming service recently. Like, worse than anything that's shown up on any streaming service. Yeah, that's like there's a large pool of shit. Even oh, I know. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I I I can't unless it's like just to hold on to the rights. Like you know, like Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was the first thing I thought of. They need to keep making movies in order to keep the rights, right? Um. Although not Disney has them back anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't figure out why they would do it other than to, to, to just hang on to the right and, and why they would do it so bad, you know, like, it seems like not like they're not even gonna try. Like, who is this for? I can't. It's for you, Aaron. It's just for you. Like Bethesda disowned it on Twitter. Oh yeah! Someone tweeted them like, "Hey, I want to get your th- thoughts on the you know trailer for this new Doom Annihilation," and they retweeted his tweet with the uh, and then added like above it, "We had no part in this." <laughs> yeah. And this is from like the official Doom game Twitter account. Yeah, that's like so in a good. world where we had the the best Doom game possible. Like two years ago, mm-hmm. or three years ago, I guess yeah, three years ago technically. Yeah, there's a new one coming out this year. Like, how did you fuck this up so bad? Like, have you heard my pitch for a Doom movie? I think so. Yeah. Okay, because like I I wrote this. Well, you've read the script that I wrote, not for a Doom movie, but I wrote this short film 
a couple years ago called or about, uh, about a year ago i guess called uh we live in the dark which is like this yeah satirical mockumentary about a guy who starts a demon worshiping death cult in order to get out of paying taxes yep um and it's kind of like a take on uh like it's a, it's a take on organized religion but it's also a take on like kind of like the trump era yeah you know um very dry humor <laughs> yeah it's very dry it's like it's in 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 the world of the m- film all the characters take everything 100 seriously yeah but as the audience you you can't take it seriously because it's so ridiculous yeah and that's the tone that i think you need to do a doom movie with like it's about a corporation opening a portal to hell in order to like provide clean energy yeah they're mining hell energy yeah they are and slowly going insane from being exposed to hell i can't even keep a straight face <laughs> and it, uh, like it doesn't make any the, sense. the slogan in the game is for the company ardent energy is the road to hell is paved by ardent energy <laughs> like it's like what the fuck there's signs in in that game saying like warning demonic invasion in progress like yeah like like everyone knows it's just yeah like and everyone accepts it but in the game you take it 100 percent seriously so my pitch for a, a doom movie is it needs to be cabin in the woods yeah meets aliens yes with yes. just a hint of judge dread oh yeah no. the carl urban one not the stallone one yeah yeah, yeah I, I assumed because like what makes dread so good is again it's it's a hundred percent that dude is like a hundred percent serious all the time about mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. but it's not told from his perspective it's yeah. told from the perspective of his partner right and so like you need to make the doom slayer character a secondary character that makes sense and so like my pitch would be like there's a group of interns that work for this company they find this doom slayer sarcophagus in hell and they pull it out and then when shit starts going crazy you know everyone dies except for them and they're like you know in their early 20s um so yeah it's cabin in the woods meets aliens with a hint of judge dread and the it crowd mixed in <laughs> yes that's how you make a good doom movie yes with chris o'dowd with chris o'dowd <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy uh whose name is ridiculous and I can't remember it. Like his real name? Yeah. I can't remember his real name. Shoot. Yeah. Um, I'm going to casually look it up here. But like, I don't, I don't think it's that hard. Why? Well, I mean, for all we know, this shit movie is going to come out and it will be so bad that it's funny. Maybe, maybe it'll be a modern craptacular. We just don't know yet. Richard Ayoade. Ayoade? Ayoade. A-Y-O-A-D-E. Ayoade? A Y O A? A D E. Ayode. Ayode. Richard Ayode? Yeah, sure. Anyways. That's my pitch for a Doom movie. Put those two guys in it. Uh, I don't know. Hello, IT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, oh, I'm sorry, we're having a demonic invasion at the moment. Can you call back? Like that kind of thing, right? Like there should be signs where it's like, sign up for, you know. You know, human sacrifice 
department needs a uh, needs uh you know specimens for next week's uh you know harbinger summoning um can you you know sign up apply, yeah. apply within yes <laughs> like, yeah totally yeah that's that's how you make a fucking doom movie not whatever the fuck this is all right so should we talk about the movie uh yeah yeah i think it's probably about let's get into it let's get into it all right uh yeah so since it's march and we wanted to celebrate uh female empowerment because of international women's day which was like way at the beginning of the month we missed it by so much yeah anyways uh, i mean we can we can still still celebrating and you know what in fact maybe we're better feminists because we're celebrating it also not on that day they're getting we're giving them two days. <laughs> I don't I mean more is better. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go with that. Uh anyways, we watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I just met this girl named Buffy. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name. It's a fish. I liked her, even though she seemed kind of flaky. But as it turns out You have been chosen, Buffy. To do what? To stop the vampires. Elvis talk to you? And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at my head. And you caught it. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Hi. Hi. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? I'm saving your butt. That is a bad guy. Can we go, please? The Slayer is unmasked. Let's finish it. I think this relationship has potential. Hi. How's it going? You're obviously having a bad hair day. If she can just get rid of those other guys in her life. Stab him in the heart. Christy Swanson. I am so sure. Donald Sutherland. Ah, ah. Paul Rubens. Ah. With Rutger Hauer and Luke Perry. Buffy. You're not like other girls. Yes, I am. Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. You didn't even break a nail. Directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. Oh, that 92 classic. Matt, how, how did you feel about this? Uh... It was kind of great. It was kind of great, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, yeah, it was. I mean... I I don't know about you, but I love the TV show. Yeah, the TV show I just don't know that well. I've only yeah. seen a few episodes scattered throughout the series. Um, it is yeah, it is definitely one of my all time favorite shows. Uh, we talked about uh, earlier. Um, but it, it uh, this is not like that. Oh <laughs> oh no! But in a this way, is laughable, like. But but still has some of that t- like voice to it, which is weird. I mean, it makes sense because it's written by Joss Whedon. Yeah, and I feel like it would have been a lot better if it was also directed by Joss Whedon. Probably. I mean, even as a first time director, I feel like he probably would have done a better job than whoever directed this. Very likely, yeah. Uh, whose name I forgot. It, it. I think it's Fran something. Good name. Um, yeah. So, right off the bat, you can tell, kind of tell, it's a Joss Whedon movie. Because the dialogue is insane. 
Yes. Um, and especially just like 90s dialogue. Yeah, it's like super sharp, quippy. Like everyone's one-upping one, one upping each other with in terms of like witty dialogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's pretty great. Yeah. But it, it like, it's so weird because like, I, watching the like from watching the show Buffy is like a pretty like smart character and in, like at the beginning of this movie she is so basic oh yeah and so dumb she and her three friends yeah. are all very vapid high school girls and I mean like she has an arc absolutely yeah definitely right so you know and uh, this this is kind of the show is kind of a quasi sequel to this show to this or, movie? or to this movie sorry a, a little bit like they're um it's not 100% canon but like there there's things about like in the first episode or something like someone talking about rumors about how Buffy got kicked out of her old school because she burned down the gym oh really and then she says well yes I did but it's because it was full of vampires at the time <laughs> And so it's like, and this movie, this movie ends, ends in a big brawl in the gym. Yeah, but she doesn't set it on fire, right? No. But there is like a big, big brawl at the school dance in the gym with vampires. So it's kind of like you could you could take it as like more or less canon. I think it's more of like a winking at at this movie. Yeah. Because there's differences too. Like in this one, the vampires can fly, and in this in, in the show they can't. Um, Makes more sense. And like in the show, when you stab them with stakes, they turn into dust. And this one, they just take, die. Take forever to die. In yeah. some cases, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, the little oh. differences were were strange, but overall, it was kind of you, you could tell like it was an it was an evolution. Yeah, into into the show, right? So, makes sense. Um, yeah, you'd never seen this before, right? No, I'd never seen this movie. I had seen it once, but I had never like yeah, I'd forgotten most of it because um, I felt no desire to ever watch it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, should we should we kind of get into it? I I have so many like technical notes that I. Have written yeah, down and like, not a lot about plot. Technically, this was a very bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I, I, I don't. This even... is what I wrote. I said it's like it was made by someone who had never seen a movie, <laughs> but had been told about movies. Oh, like the montage scene, like the training montage. It's like someone had told them about a training montage in a movie. It's like yeah, so like you put some music under it, and it's like kind of upbeat, and then. You just show a bunch of different scenes really fast uh, of them like working out. Yeah, that's the yeah, that sounds like a training montage. Yeah. But that's not what we got. Not quite. No. Like it, the it, the music was like like a a rock love ballad mm-hmm, rather than mm-hmm. and this was the 90s like there could have been some yeah. intense workout music, but For sure. Yeah. Uh but no. It was like dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, dramatic love ballad with her working out 
with Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Um. So like that was weird. All of the music cues in this are way off. Oh boy. Like yeah. when there should be, you know, like during a fight scene, it seems like all the music drops out during every fight scene. And that's when you yeah. should have some music build up mm-hmm. to like, you know, enhance the scene, enhance the scene, like, you know, maybe create some tension, but like it gets just really awkward because all of a sudden all the music drops out and it's like uncomfortably quiet. And which like to even, be fair, can be done well. There are definitely sure. movies where the music drops out during a fight, but the fight is like so guttural and like real yeah. that it and it's in your face that it really takes everything. But like that's not wow, this. the fight scenes in this movie were no, no. Yeah. so rotten. They were total garbage. Um very slow movements. Yeah, and very unrealistic attacks. Like the final like fight with Rutger Hauer is just like so awkward and slow yeah. and like there's no like like rising action it just kind of happens and then he's and dead. then it ends yeah <laughs> like, that's the yeah the the end of this movie is is lacking supremely but uh but hey we got we got the whole middle part still yeah which uh oh the whole middle part was the best full, full of good lines and like big names yeah yeah which is weird let's let's get into that so you know the story is as i'm sure you probably know if you watch the show or if you're somewhat familiar with it buffy's a high school cheerleader who one day is told by an old man that she is the chosen one the vampire slayer and that she has to defeat the vampires and he yep. is her watcher, and he will train her. And uh, that's pretty much exactly how it's explained to Buffy in the movie. Yeah. Oh, you're the chosen one. Come with me to a graveyard. <laughs> and then it cuts to her Not walking through a graveyard, and she's like, "I can't believe I'm walking through a graveyard with a strange old man on a school night." <laughs> yeah, on a school night. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, it's it's good. It's like you know, it's it obviously has that Joss Whedon punchy dialogue but yeah, there's the dialogue is, is cheeky i love it there's only a few people that know how to deliver it christy swanson does a pretty good job of it true luke perry i think does the best job of it yeah um donald sutherland is donald sutherland and therefore amazing yeah um he he knows what kind of what movie he's in uh, and so do the other two mm-hmm. um and so does the basketball coach oh weirdly gosh. enough this like one yeah. like minor minor role who's in like two scenes but has this super weird dialogue yep like He's... what do we say when we're on the court i am a person and i have a right to the ball <laughs> yeah he's like this so go out there and get it you know like, he doesn't like look like a hippie or anything but yeah. he has this very like love everyone inclusive spirit and just like a few lines at the beginning of scenes to deliver and like yeah. None of the students like him. Well, like I want, I wondered if he was supposed to be like, like a gay stereotype, maybe. Because oh, he I didn't kind catch that, but no, I, I mean, know. I don't think he was, but he did have kind of that way of talking, a little bit. Oh, like that 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 stereotypical like lilt. Yeah, like a little voice. bit more of like an effeminate kind of like. 
okay, I'm a person and I have a right to the ball. Like a little bit, like yeah. gay sass kind of, but, but not enough that I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's the stereotype that he is. And yeah, so I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what he was, but whatever he was, the kind of golden. The dude nailed it. <laughs> yeah. it was, um, so like, those are the four people that, that get what movie they're in. Everyone else. Oh, yeah, is either trying too hard or not trying at all. <laughs> yeah, like, um, like Hillary Swank is one of the her group of friends. Yeah, one of her besties. Yeah, so like they, they basically just have to deliver like basic bitch dialogue, mm-hmm. and and they do okay at it. The her boyfriend and his friend are terrible. Oh my gosh atrocious um what was uh what was that they just end this one scene and it's super awkward because again editing um we're like oh shit yeah what uh, was that line like let's rock out or something like that let's roll out and he's like yes and then (laughs) and they they high five and uh, high five and walk out and then hard cut and then it hard cuts to something yeah but they just have the yeah it's like i don't think that's how that line was intended to be delivered and like almost every line they have it's like i don't think that's how that was really supposed to be said like yeah probably not because uh, they have a couple too like when they drive off in their car at the beginning there's another weird exit line like that i can't remember off the top of my head how it goes but it's 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 equally as awkward um yeah, yeah i can't remember either but yeah, it was terrible yeah so like joss whedon dialogue that's not directed by him is just really awkward and kind of in a way kind of speaks to like how good it is yeah kind of sort of i mean like ideally it you'd you know be able to put it in anyone's hands and they'd be able to deliver but i think it's kind of like you're written with specific intention yeah and at the time was probably way different than anything else that was out there yeah i think so so it was kind of like new and fresh and and people didn't really know how to like wrap their tongue around it anyway speaking of out there and new and fresh man did i love the 90s dialogue yeah like Oh, I wrote down some of my faves. Hit me. Uh, when uh, Buffy sees a jacket she likes, it's described as so lush, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Hillary Swank gives us the classic, that's so five minutes ago. Nice, yeah. Which is hilarious. We get a couple, uh, what's your damage? Mm. Which I haven't mm-hmm. heard, I mm-hmm. have not heard in, in ages. Um, and then one that I had never heard, but wrote it down because it really caught me, is that Buffy uses the insult, Sconehead. Sconehead. Yes. I do not know how to take this insult. It should be pronounced Sconehead. You think Sconehead? No. <laughs> Sconehead's faster to say, but Sconehead seems more pointed, you know? Sconehead, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, aside from that, there were just some absolute golden lines. Um, like, uh... Uh, Luke Perry's character, uh, Pike. Pike. Character Pike. Pike's uh, not a name, it's a fish. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was yeah. A, that was a good line. But then yeah, his uh, his best friend gets turned into a vampire. Um, he was he was <laughs> drunk and didn't didn't see it coming. Yeah, his, his um, best friend played by David Arquette. Yes. Um, Which, ugh. and he, actually, you know what? He's really good too. 
pretty funny. He, he's yeah. one of the other ones that kind of knows what movie he's in. Yeah, and he like wakes up Pike by knocking on his window, and Pike's all like hungover and just woke up and he's like, "What are you doing, man?" And then eventually, it's revealed that he's actually like several stories up or something. And yeah, his friends just floating in front of his window. Yeah, he's trying to get him to invite him in. He's like, "Come on, man, invite me in." You know, right? Yeah, he's a vampire. He, he gets turned into a vampire. Yeah, and his response is, "You're floating, man. Get away from here." <laughs> Can we talk about the the scene, like two scenes before that, though, where he gets turned into a vampire? Oh, absolutely. Because it's super. This is one of these things where it's like it was clearly directed by someone who had never seen a movie, but let, been let alone a vampire movie. Told about movies and just kind of looked at what was on the script and was like, "Oh, okay, I'll just do all of this." <laughs> so they're drunk they're walking through the hills in la somewhere mm-hmm. they sit down on some rocks to have a drink uh which is like by a cliff right there's a big drop off behind them um they see or donald it cuts to donald sutherland's car driving uh and then it cuts back to them and luke perry kind of like takes a sip and he's like oh i'm drunk and passes <laughs> out then the uh, like main vampire henchman floats up behind David Arquette, grabs him and bites him, and pulls him off the cliff. Oh, but also like he floats up and goes <sighs> for like a, a long time for a, yeah a yeah. few seconds to he, which there is no response. Yeah, so he does that, pulls him off the cliff, and immediately like as he's being pulled off the cliff, Donald Sutherland's car drives up, and he just kind of like gets out. And is like, hey, you should, you know, not be here and helps Luke Perry into his car and like gives him a ride home. And I'm like, okay, I can see how this would be written in the script, you know, like it's just, you know, action. Like they sit down on the thing, cut to Donald Sutherland's car driving, cut back to Luke Perry takes a drink and passes out. You know, then Vampire comes up. It's all like very like. And they're and whoever is directing this goes like okay, so that has to happen, and then immediately and then after, which is like there's no sense of pacing, pacing yeah. or like, <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's wretched. Oh my gosh, it it is it is mind boggling actually. But it's so kind funny. of like how weird and awkward the pacing, yeah, and 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 like complete lack of direction there is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, that main vampire or henchman. Yes, the right hand vampire. Yeah, who we were like, man, that guy looks familiar. Like, so who is familiar? He? And he's like, is that Edward Norton? No, it's not Edward oh, Norton. He had a gaunt Super face, weird. and he had, yeah. he had uh, what's that facial hair called? Where it's like around the mouth, a goatee. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot that. <laughs> but he's got a he's got a he's got a goatee. pretty thick goatee. Yeah, yeah, and we're just like, what? Who is and long this hair? Guy? And we looked it up. And it's Paul Rubens. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman I th- plays like a goth 90s vampire. Yep. And who is like, oh, just so strange. Yeah. And like why that choice was ever made. Like his mm-hmm. death scene. Doesn't goes, make any goes sense. on forever. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like in a way where it's just like why does he 
it, it, it where it's like so hammed up, right? Because he's kind of like, and he falls out of frame. And then he just pops back up and he's like, ah, like two seconds later. Yeah, and he does like a little bit of a Ace Ventura thing where he's like, oh, ah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and then he's like on the ground. He's kind of like kicking the wall a few times. Like, <laughs> oh. Just like. Yeah, I was like, oh, your peewee's showing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And this, and then like after the credits, it like cuts back to him <laughs> still dying it at the very end. Does not make sense before he did. And it's like, why was he even a, a character in this movie? I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's such a weird comedic choice to like happen in this movie where nothing like that had ever happened before then. Oh, it was so strange. But then, like, it did have the one of the best action movie one-liners right before he gets um, killed. Because earlier in the movie, he's on Luke Perry's van and somehow gets his arm cut off. He punches his fist down through the roof of the van to grab him and try to, try to make him crash, Right, I think. and then he hits a branch. But, but then, yeah, a branch hits him in the face, and we just get a, sh- a shot of Luke Perry inside the car, and this the hand that he's holding is just like a mannequin hand and it just falls. Yeah. <laughs> just clean cut severs from vampire Pee Wee Herman's body. Yeah. Um, and so then Buffy's got him, you know, like up against a wall and she's got a stake holding a stake to him. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we can do anything. And she's yeah, like, we're oh, immortal. We, yeah. oh yeah, we're immortal. We can do anything. And she's like, oh yeah, clap. <laughs> and then, and then she stay and then she yeah. stakes him. And then his face kind of like sinks for a moment. And then yeah. <laughs> oh, that that was legitimately so good. Great yeah. line. And Luke Perry, by the way, rest in peace, mm. is mm-hmm. so good in this movie. Yeah. So good. Like just comedy gold. He does a great job. One yeah. Legitimately he was my favorite part of the movie. 100%. Like his performance was just on point. Every every bit of it was just fantastic. Yeah. Um clearly kind of an inspiration for Spike later on. Especially when he when he shows up uh at the dance in the gym for that last scene and he has his yeah. hair slicked back. He has his hair slicked back. He's got the leather jacket on. It's yeah. like, "Okay, all right." Yeah. I can see where this goes. I um, can see what's happening. Yeah. Um. That being said, so Donald Sutherland is also, you know, he's the watcher and he's great, but he's not. Like I, I started calling him OG because I can never remember his name. So I was just like, think whenever I was thinking about him, I was like, I was OG original Giles. Oh, original Giles. Because he's no, he's but he's not as good as actual Giles. Oh no. Um, actual giles <laughs> is to me the most memorable part of that show oh, for oh, the episodes yeah. i've seen i'm just like oh yeah giles the, the episode where he turns into a demon oh i have not seen that one uh oh it's in, i think it's in season four he turns into a, a demon somehow and the only person that can understand him is spike and so what? him and spike have to team up that sounds amazing i love that pairing because everyone else just he hears him speaking this like demon language and he's like uh, you know but he's like oh uh, xander help me i've been turned into a demon and but then it's like <laughs> and then, so then like he like shows up at spike's place and he's like oh my god you can understand me 
I was like, so I am speaking. He's like, no, you're actually speaking, you know, feral demon. I happen to speak feral demon. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, oh, it's man. like, it's such a good, like, awkward buddy cop kind of movie. Perfect. Uh, yeah. It's that kind of, like, campy humor in the face of, like, death that really is 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 the tone, right? Yeah, that's that's, like, the Joss Whedon specialty, I think. Yeah. Uh, like taking taking a dire situation and and just trying to undercut it, <laughs> which is actually kind of one of my like I think it kind of he overdid it a little bit in general or in Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer. No, no, not in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, I'm th- more so I I think of it when I um when I rewatch like the two Avengers movies that he did. Mm. Like everyone has like that last line like you know colson shoots loki with the thing and he's like oh so that's what it does and Um, and, you know it's like it's like that's not actually that funny of a joke but it's like (laughs) you just had to put that that line in there right yeah i guess yeah the style works a lot better for for silly dumb movies like this than yeah. it does for like blockbuster action movies oh no like don't get me wrong those two avengers movies he did are the best avengers movies still <laughs> no offense to infinity war it's great but if anyone's been watching um the patrick willems video essay series about the marvel movies i'll move on quick no, wait, no, that's <laughs> um, cool. go for it Joss Whedon, this is something he brings up, and I I didn't really realize it until it was pointed out to me. But like, it actually like it's one of these things that I kind of knew, you know, um, but like couldn't really form it. Uh, but like, he mm. knows how to shoot a superhero movie the way no one else that has directed a Marvel movie knows how to shoot a superhero movie. Like every single image. Is in especially in like the like the end battles are composed like comic book pages. Oh, like he's even that kind would of be fi- the great idea. Yeah. yeah, like he's even figured out how to do like the cinematic equivalent of like a two page like splash page. Like if you watch uh, like the end of Age of Ultron, there's a scene where they're fighting all the robots in the church. And it's just like circling around them, and it's like this like slow motion shot of them like, you know, fighting all these different robots, and like each character kind of gets their own awesome moment to like smash a couple of robots, and it's just like one oh, continuous like super smooth shot, and that's like the splash page. And then you watch like the Russo brothers, and it's like, you know, two cutting gr- between them, and- two groups of flatly lit people running at each other at an airport parking lot. In boring lighting against gray cement in like a flat shot it's like well you know what did you direct before this oh right community (laughs) you went from directing community to directing this it's a pretty big jump i like community a lot but i wouldn't say it's like you know doesn't take the most visual flair to direct community no not so much so yeah anyways Joss Whedon's great. He should have directed this movie. Yes. Are there other movies where Joss Whedon's directed or written? There has to be. I know there is one. Alien Resurrection. 
Alien oh. Resurrection was oh. written by Joss Whedon. Oh, really? And not directed by him. Yeah. Oh. But it was also directed by a crazy Frenchman, so it kind of, <laughs> you know. Not has, that all Frenchmen are crazy. Has uh, No, crazy in the best way. But, yeah. Like, Jean-Pierre Jeunet is top, oh, that's his name, right? top choice. Like, he directed Amelie, which is probably which what is he's best nuts. known for. But then, yeah. like, you look at some of his other movies. Like, he directed this movie called City of the Lost Children and another movie called Delicatessen, which is about, uh, like, a an apartment building it's like all cannibals live there <laughs> all right <laughs> uh it's really it's really good um check out delicatessen yeah so you know it was directed by someone who had a very very distinct style as opposed to the person who directed this which really had who zero had style no style whatsoever it had a, had heard of movies <laughs> Yeah. But had never actually seen him. Uh, that that scene where what is this person? Where uh, Pee Wee Herman loses his arm, and then and then Luke Perry crashes the car, and then he gets out, and then Pee Wee Herman's just standing there with the arm missing, and like that sleeve missing as well, and it's just like, "You ruined my new jacket," and then his henchmen are beside him, and he's like, "Kill him a lot," yeah, <laughs> and then they have a very uneventful, awkward fight scene where Buffy just comes in and kills them all really quickly. Uh, so the person who directed this was Fran Rubel Kazui. Kazui! This was the last movie he directed. He? She? Fran. She. Fran is a she. girl's name. Yeah. No. Fr- Fran Kranz is a guy. Don't know who that is. He was in Dollhouse. And Cabin in the Woods. He was a stoner in Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, well, she, bad. directed by a woman. Good job. Female empowerment. Um, she did a bad job, though. So that sucks for her. Um, but I guess... Still, like... She got to be... That, that's kind of cool that yeah. this 92 Buffy movie, they did get a female director for. Yeah. And she got to be an executive producer on the... Uh, TV show. Oh, she did. Yeah, oh, cool. well, executive producer might not mean she did a whole lot, but she probably got paid. So, rock on. Thumbs up for getting paid. All, all about that. Um. Yeah, this is the last movie she directed, so it's kind of too bad. I would have liked to. Some have seen some people her. are not meant to direct. That's true. Those that can't do produce. <laughs> so I guess there you go. Um, but you know, I would have liked to see her learn from her mistakes. And you know, continue to hone her craft. That's fair. You know, maybe direct a couple episodes of the show or something like that. Right? That would have been good. At least she executive produced. Yeah, but so the the plot of the movie is like pretty standard fare when you think about it. Uh, yeah, Buffy's the chosen one. There's an evil vampire who wants her. Yeah, and then in like a sexual way, but he also maybe he wants to kill her. But he wants to. Oh, maybe he wants to turn her into a vampire, and love her forever. Yeah, I think I I think that's why Pee Wee was all like, "We're immortal. We can do anything." I think he was trying to convince her. But oh yeah, because she was that wasn't very explicit. He was making her have weird sex dreams about him, kind of. Sort of. There wasn't any sex. No, like some light cuddling. Yeah, but that's weird. No, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially since. The light cuddling was him like manspreading on her bed, yes. and then her 
going and like sleeping on him like on his chest like it like it was like a pillow but like not really knowing that he's there yeah it was super super that's strange. not plutonic no and it was uh and the main vampire is played by rutger hauer with a blonde mustache which looks so weird it's very yeah. distracting and he's introduced in okay, the first time you see any bit of him it's just his gloved hand coming out of a coffin yes. which is white with glowing neon red lining on the inside yes. and like smoke coming out of it. Beautiful choice. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, and his hand comes out of it and Pee Wee Herman kisses his hand. And then the, the full reveal of him is him floating up in this like underground cathedral thing where he's living. And he has like his hands crossed over his face with a cape. And he just goes like whoosh and like does the full like vampire like reveal because he's got like but he's got like sticks he's clearly holding sticks that are inside the ends of his cape that are inside the ends of his cape to like make it so like form like the the bat wings kind of look it's so bad oh man is is oh it was something (laughs) it was really something um yeah this yeah but again like just a ridiculous amount of like famous and like objectively pretty talented people are in this movie yeah like a for the amount that it sucked, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the kay. names were crazy. Uh, Hillary Swank, Oscar winner. Donald Sutherland, pretty sure Oscar winner. Uh, Rutger Hauer, I don't know, but like, fuck, dude, he was in Blade Runner. Yeah. Um, Luke Perry, pretty great. I don't really know if Christy Swanson did anything after this. Uh, there's even a wasn't can- she in? Was this before or after Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Wasn't she a character in Fresh Bueller's Day Off? She in Fresh Bueller's Day Off. This would have been. I mean, after. It wasn't a major part or anything. This would have but... been after uh, oh, okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, I'll just pull up her IMDb. Oh yeah, she was Simone. Doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> um, there's even a cameo from two-time Academy Award winner Ben Affleck. <laughs> Such a short. Such a short, flat cameo. Yeah, he plays a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, who like has one line and yeah. his face does nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um ridiculous. Why was he just there? ridiculous? It was you know, so he, weird. Yeah, I mean, you know, he got a part. He probably got paid, you know, three hundred bucks for the day or whatever. And yeah. Got some free got a free muffin. <laughs> probably. Craft services, right? And uh yeah, and, and now he. This is like even before like mall rats. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, huh. yeah, this is like young, young baby face Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's funny. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, like you know, they have a big fight in the gym, and she kills him, uh, Rutger Hauer, like really unceremoniously. Yeah, there's and it's not. It's not actually one of the no payoff no well the the humor payoff is the principal played by um the guy from office space the guy who plays milton yeah and more recently charles boyle's dad on brooklyn 99 yeah uh lynn lynn boyle lynn boyle yeah Yeah. Uh, he's going around handing out detention slips to all the dead vampires yeah, they were seniors at the school turned vampires, and yeah. they're all very, very dead. And he's just throwing detention slips on their corpses. So good, so good. What? <laughs> I don't know why. 
he is very strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's and then you know Buffy and and Pike ride off on his motorbike into the sunset. Yep. So. And that's that's it. That's it. Um, huge lack of payoff. Pretty terrible editing. Yeah. Um, you can pretty damn funny. <laughs> you can tell why Joss Whedon felt compelled to go back and revisit this. Yeah. Clearly, clearly the idea had more potential than this yeah. movie showed. Really try to do it, do it justice. Um, because yeah, we got a great show out of it. So yeah, pretty long running too. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So that's uh, that's a wrap on that. Um, how do we uh, how do we feel about this one? I'm feeling like this was. Pretty craptacular. I agree. Terrible. Like I, I, I can't say that it's one big pile of shit. No, because I just, it's not. But it's also definitely not a good movie. <laughs> no, and that's probably why it has a thirty-three on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's nice and low. Here yeah. you go. Is it too low? No. no? Okay. <laughs> All right. No, this was a bad movie. It was. Yeah. Like, the parts were that, that were the best and the funniest were just the horribly delivered lines or the yeah. really awkward cuts or the completely unceremonious deaths. I mean, like, aside from yeah. Lobos, the Lord of the Vampires, um, the Watcher, Merrick, his death is also, like, he runs up holding a pike when Lobos meets Buffy for the first time. And he's like, no, don't kill her. And he just like takes his hand holding the the yeah the what's that thing called? Damn it, the thing when you kill vampires. Stake, stake, bingo. Takes his hand holding the stake and just turns it around and puts it in his own chest. <laughs> and that's oh, Merrick's dead. Yeah, <laughs> but like he'll be back because at one point he says that he's like lived a, lived thousand, a thousand lives. Yeah, lives he's like reincarnates. It's very unclear. He reincarnates every time it's time to train the next Slayer or something like that. Something yeah. like that. But anyway. I don't know. Very dumb movie, but man, it was a fun watch. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. makes the makes the list. That's the sweet spot we're looking for. Definitely. Definitely. So that's uh Yeah, that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer in a nutshell right there. Um Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> yeah. I'd say I you know, yeah, watch it. Get 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 some of your friends together and and watch it. Yeah. It it it'll be a fun time. Um, all right, so that's it for the show. Uh, if you like this show, please uh, give us a a uh, review on iTunes. A five star review is goes a long way to helping us uh, become more visible. Leave a comment uh, on there as well if you want. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Gmail at RetroCrapPod. Uh, email us in a question if you want or a movie recommendation, you know, tweet those to us. Those are always good. Uh, if you like us and you want to support the show with mm, sweet, sweet cash, dollar, dollar bill, you can do that on singular <laughs> uh, Patreon. Yeah, for like a buck. Yeah, yeah, you get it, you get all the episodes early. Uh, and we actually are just put up a bonus episode that we did, uh, which we recorded. Um, that was supposed to be the episode that went out this month, but. Uh, for certain reasons, 
uh, we decided not to. Uh, and if you want to find out what those reasons are, you, you got to pay a buck. You got to right. pay a buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> or maybe that one's three bucks. Well, you'll find out on our Patreon page. Yeah, I think bonus content is three bucks. Oh, cool. Yeah. A month. So, you know, still, that's like, you know, cheaper than some cups of coffee. Most cups of coffee. Yeah. 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 Cheaper than a good cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can find it on Patreon. It's uh, it's on the movie called uh, The the Day That Time Stood... Ended. Ended. Day yeah. Time, the Day, day that, that Time... Daytime ended. Yeah, which is... There's, there's a space. Yeah. The daytime ended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were so brain dead that I didn't even make that joke during the podcast. Yeah, like, no, that was originally your yeah, joke. I, yeah. No, can't, I'm not going to steal it. No, no, no it's, it's all good. It's yeah. still funny. Still good. Um, the daytime ended. <laughs> yoink. Uh, where, where am I? We're done. We're done. That's it. I said, <laughs> I said all the things, right? Oh, uh, the, and the show is on, available on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify. Um, basically, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. And I assume you know that because you're listening to us. But I, I don't know why I keep telling you that. But every podcast I listen to says this at the end of it. And I'm like, I fucking know I'm listening to your show right now. But I also feel like I should do it at the end of our show i don't know it's very weird well you know just you do you i'm glad i worked through that with you guys um we're here for you thanks man so yeah that uh just a boot does it uh yeah just a boot you know and we'll be back next month with a film review mm. uh so until next time intriguing i keep watching crap One of this. one of my uh, coworkers had "daddy" tattooed on her leg. That's not. That's I don't like that. Yeah. I feel she, like she didn't. She lost a bet. Oh, that's yeah. sad. That's a bet tattoo. Yeah, sucks to be her. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like like one not day, one of my current coworkers. <clears throat> I should say yes. One day, one day I will probably have children, and if any of them call me daddy, I will rebuke them. <laughs> What would you rather be called? I would much rather be called father than <laughs> father. than be called daddy. Honestly, papa, papa, I'm hundred percent on board with. Okay. Yeah, right. I would even rather be called fatty, which is German <laughs> for daddy, but sounds like fatty, and that's better than daddy. <laughs> what if you were called fatty daddy? Still better than just daddy, <laughs> honestly. And I don't know. I'd probably put on weight if I had kids. Let's be real. Oh, dude, everyone will. Everyone put on weight when I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got to get in shape now. <laughs> so you can put it back on. So that when you have kids, I won't put on more weight. I'll just kind of get back to where I am now. Mm, yeah, you got to break even. Yeah, all right. <laughs>